This is CliffCentral.com. This is the, the butterfly era. Because that is exactly what Jimmy said in the office just now when the song started. And she says to Michael Flex, do you remember the butterfly? <laughs> Upon which he did say. No, he does not know what you are talking about. <laughs> because he was not born. <laughs> Welcome to it. It's a Tuesday morning, 11 a.m. on cliffcentral.com with myself, Mabali Muloy. And myself, Timmy Meraki. Timmy Meraki and Mabali Meloy. And we are sipping tea. And today we are actually sipping tea, Shem. Um, we're not yeah. trying to be, no. you know, to have drinking problems no. at 11 a.m. every Tuesday. It, what she's trying to say is that we had enough to drink last night. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right then. Truth this serum. is the morning after the night before. <laughs> Truth serum. <laughs> And um, as always, you're welcome to call us 0861 or you can send us your messages to WeChat on our Cliff Central account uh, or tweet us at cliffcentral.com on the Twitter. Yes. Now, to me, when you arrived this morning yes. into the office, yes. into the studio, yes. you came in here almost spitting fire and yes. you were saying to me... <laughs> <laughs> You are still laughing at me. No, you said something along the lines of bad parents need to arrest themselves for bad behavior. Yes. So I think that that is a good place to start with exactly what happened to you this morning. No, you know what? I I think, can I speak to everyone who's to drop a child off in the morning? Can you just assume that we are all in a rush? We all have a job to get to. Yes. So... For you to think you are justified in cutting me off. First of all, if I tell you what I'm driving, you're going to think this person is very brave for cutting me off. But uh, then they will say, why am I economically uh, putting myself out there? Okay. So this, pe- <laughs> this person cuts me off. But, but now, I'm thinking... Okay, but I mean, the taxi, the taxi driver, they cut us off all the time. Isn't yeah, it, isn't but that it's like... their office. The road is their office. <laughs> I, I don't... You don't come into my office so and are, then are they allowed? Are they, are they allowed to cut us off? Because I think this is why... Drivers do that Is they like Ah but this guy's doing it I'm going to do it too And then the next thing you know We're all doing it So no, then what's the problem But but you can imagine The school my child goes to There are no taxis involved Okay <laughs> so, And I wanted to know Because you know what I, 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 I lost it briefly I lost it, but I remembered that all three of my children are in there because this is the first drop-off I get, a drop-off firstborn first. Mm. So I've got two-year-old and three-year-old in the bag who are clearly going to have something to say, should I freak out? And mm. I'm going to freak them out. Mm. So I just felt like, man, sh- what do you do in that moment? What do you do? Because I had to re- arrest myself. I had to arrest myself <laughs> because I wanted to enter this fellow. And I wanted to signal to him, after you drop off your child, let's meet on the other road. Let's just cross road so we are far from the school so I can handle. Uh, but are you somebody who usually is very aggressive in traffic anyway? Because now I've, I'm very... Like I'm very quick to let go of stuff when somebody does something stupid. Yeah. As long as it doesn't harm my vehicle and it doesn't harm me, yes, um, I'll just I'll be like, okay, sure, it's Look, fine. But, but now, I don't know that, that it's easy for everyone to do that. For me, it depends on what I'm going through. If I've had very little sleep, I'm not the nicest person on the road. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> honey, I've had an altercation with a taxi driver. But um, after enough chiding from my husband, I have calmed down. I just feel like in that situation, can you just sympathize with the fact that we all had to wake up early? <laughs> I probably have 
three times more children than you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so assume that your stress is my stress. And it's traffic, man. It's like traffic. we all get stuck in Everybody's, it. you're going to get a turn. Again, it's that thing I was saying about South Africans sometimes that, mm. you know what, we are just badly behaved. Mm. When you look at the kind of problems this country has, it's because people are rudely silly. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's something that is just something that needs to be rooted out. Root cause is just, you are rude. Yeah. You understand? No, you know what, you're exactly right. It is a rude thing because basically it's saying, um, I'm not sharing this road with you. And yes. quite frankly, I don't care about you yes. right now because at this very moment, it's yes. about me. So and I, what I need to do. I'm going to ask that driver of CG36. Please arrest yourself. No, no. I want them to know after school is after school. Oh. If they can just meet me on a parallel road. <laughs> the one behind the school. Yeah, yeah. So we can settle this beef. Okay. And I'll tell you why, because it brings me to my next topic that I wanted to speak about before we move on to more important pressing matters of today. All matters are important and ne- pressing on this, on this show. Mabale, uh, I grew up with boys. True story. I grew up with boys and to this day, I don't have any underlying unfixed issues with them mm. because we Beat each other up and Luen, moved on. You you also got beaten up and, and you, I also got beaten up and you up. did the beating. Yes, and I mean we're talking, we're talking primary school, we're talking high school. I've had my fist fights, I've had my smacks. All that beef was squashed. Yes. Now, when you consider how aggressive South Africans can be, I am seeing a pattern. As children growing up, we are allowed to express our anger and our hurt. We can smack, punch, bite kick mm. then the older you get the more and more you're told you're a strat made mm, so you must check yourself so you must check yourself yeah. and talk and talk and talk and you must behave in a certain way especially if you're a lady but now this is where i have a problem in that i i, I fail to speak in fact the angrier i get the more i start at the pointless it becomes and then i cry not because I'm defeated, but because I feel helpless. Because I know that the best way to solve the problem we have right now is if I punch you or you punch back, we get in a scuffle. If you win, you've won. The beef is over. We don't have to be enemies after that. Because it's like, yeah, we settled it and we respect each other. But now you and I are the direct opposite because I've been in exactly one fight in my whole life and I got my ass kicked. Mm. I went, mm. and it was two girls. But what was the principle? Two girls against me. Life? That what is my you? only saving grace. Yeah, but no, they, but it was no, not a fair fight. Two, girls, two against one. Then primary school. No, no, no. That's dirty. <laughs> that's just dirty. Now no, they but, they are strut meat. No, okay. That's strut meat been t- All right. So are you saying that this is how we should be dealing with our issues? I don't know. I'm saying, is there a way of splitting the difference? Because I think we are all frustrated because sometimes words don't quite cut it. Because, mm. you know, one thing I can't stand about women, and, and this is why you find I have very few female friends. I, I don't know how to do this backbiting BS. I'm sorry. Mm. I can't. Mm. I just need, let's settle the beef right now. Squash it so we can move on. But now it sounds like you're suggesting we squash the beef in the way that men squash beef. Proper. Why do you think men generally don't suffer like we do? They don't because suffer they don't, from depression like we do. They don't hold on they to don't, stuff. It's, but why are they not holding on? Because they dealt with it. <laughs> Murom, no. <laughs> Clapom, okay. no. All right. No, you disagree. I'm not sure if I'm I I'm not agree. saying every situation calls for it. No, you But know sometimes what? you are beyond words now. Mm, I mean, I'm not sure if I agree. Because you're a mother, right? Yeah. And so if you saw your... How, how old are the kids now? 
One is seven, no, six actually, he's turning seven in March. So it's six year old, three year old, and two year old. And if, if so one then smacks it, the other, I'm like, smack him back. Okay, so yeah, because this was going to be my next question. With the six year old, if you happened to see him settling a beef with another six year old in the neighborhood, and now they're at it on your front lawn, and they're punching each other, and they're kicking each other, and like they're rolling around on the grass. Up, are you, are you gonna, are you gonna stand there and watch, or are you gonna run like, hey, hey, what are you doing? This is not how we deal with things. Because isn't that what we are taught as children? Yes. This is not how you deal with issues. Breathe in, count up to ten, yeah. and then talk. Going right. to the naughty corner. Ah, uh, this feels like therapy. You're right. It's not all about the beating up. But can we not have a safe space of beating up? I mean, if it was going to be a safe space, I would imagine it would it would involve a boxing ring and with all of us being padded yes. and just punching each other with like uh, foam, foam bats yes. where it's like, ah, ha, 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 okay. no. and then it's, it's I, not as I, harmful. I, also me, I'm very, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a big chicken. I don't, I don't like being injured. And when I get, when I get my ass kicked, I get injured and it's just not nice. <laughs> but that was once in primary school. Yeah, that Maybe is true. Maybe we must redeem and, you. Yeah, well, well, can we find them? I, don't you want to, let's find them on Facebook. No, you know, because we actually, we actually, um, we apologized to each other. Oh gosh, it was such a pointless fight. I think we were fighting over the fact, Yahori, um, I could take you on if I wanted to, you know, uh, and this is the thing with physical That's fights is they usually stem from, from something so fight. stupid. Yes, so, yes. but yeah, it was, it was, ugh, it was harmless. Yeah, it was no, primary right. school. I actually do need to learn to calm down. I think that guy who cut me off just took me off. Eh? Okay. No, it's fine. It's allowed. Yes, yes. Um, okay. So, um, another thing that I wanted us to get into, which is something that a lot of people are being very uh, vocal about on social media. Um, is the issue of paying back Lobola. Eh, eh, because, eh, you know, eh. once upon a time you meet, um, Tepo and then you and Tepo fall in love and it's eh. great and it's happiness. And then one day Tepo's like, yeah, what's up again? I want you to be my one. And then Tepo goes to, you know, he sends his family through to the uncles mm. and they do the whole thing. And mm. now the Lobola gets paid and then maybe something happens. And now the wedding must be called off. So then the question is, what happens to that down payment? Does it go back or does it stay where it was paid to? But you see, Mabala, do you understand Lobola and the point of Lobola? Do you understand Lobola and the point of Lobola, my dear? As far as I understand, the point of Lobola is the basically the, the groom and his family saying, we thank you for this precious gift. That you have allowed to be a part of us and our family. And in return of this precious gift, here is eight cows or 250k, however much you can afford. Mm. Okay. So if you go and you buy this house and you say, oh, thank you. So that's what you're likening it to. That when you return the house, then you're going to get your money back. That's what she's saying. Well, I'm asking. But Lobola, you see, for me, it depends. There are people who I think are just doing Lobola for the sake of Lobola. Or Ilobolo, in fact. Can we just use the languages properly? Ilobolo is the Lobola, uh, 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 the, the, the noun. 
like the thing itself, it's mm-hmm. lobolo. Mm. Then ukulobola is a verb. So when we're saying lobola, we're actually talking verb. It's a verb, not a noun. Okay. So now that I've corrected and the Zulus, please uh, correct me if I'm wrong because we talk mahadi as bato. Hey, hey, mahadi. Um, you, I, I, I honestly don't understand how you can be giving back mahadi because um, the importance of the beast in African culture is that it is slaughtered because it involves the ancestors. The importance of the beast is the representation of wealth is a representation as well of, of, of families coming together. So these cows are coming out of our crawl and going into your crawl, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it, so it goes deeper than just its monetary value. Because you know what happens as well? What happens is if you, if you divorce, for example, and, and Lobola was involved, do you know that uh, it's, 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 it's equated to that person you were married to dying? Like you have to go through a cleansing of Senyamaseo hey. and all of that. And I doubt that a lot of people do that though. In, they don't. In, and then they wonder why days. their following marriages don't work out after that. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a very strong believer in, in African culture yeah. and the implications thereof. So I, this thing of you want your Lobola back, my friend, let me explain Lobola this way. Let me not be deep and philosophical. Let no, me just be put it the way it is. No, I don't want to be deep and philosophical. I want to put it the way it is. When you pay Lobola, you are taking that woman food stewards. When you buy a car food stewards, at no point can you go back to the owner and say, oh, can I have my money back? I just suddenly decided that I actually don't like the engine. Or, oh, look, I didn't realize you had a big scratch in the back. Food stewards, me bra. Tengile, tengile, ketile, ketile, tatile, tatile. No returns. You must read the terms and conditions. the fine print. Read the fine print. There are no returns. No refunds. But it, it seems to me that there is an ever-growing number of men who say, in fact, I must get that money back. For what? Because they're saying that they put the money down and now things didn't work out. And now they want the money and back. And now they want the money back, back Honey, because things didn't work out. Yeah. Then, I don't know. I'm not going to hook up with the guy who's looking at it like that, eh? Mm. Because, you know, when the uncles are sitting in there, that's another thing that pisses me off. My brother, you were not in the negotiation rooms when you, they were paying those cows. You don't understand what their terms and conditions were. You don't know what reasons were put down for that amount that's sitting there. So for you to say you want that money back, you are really getting ahead of yourself. Because you were not in that room. So what exactly are you asking for in return? What do you know that happened in that room that makes you feel like you're worthy? If you paid for her virginity, you ate it, isn't it? (laughs) Now it's over, but you already ate it. Mm -hmm. Or you were were paying for the fact that you hadn't had children. Now you've had a child or two and now you are getting out your one refund. No, you have eaten the very thing. You've devalued her. She, she was at a higher value. If you want to keep it at on a value level, mm. she was at a higher a value. You want to monetize And then you it. married her yeah. and now you want it back. Then you must know it's going to come highly depleted. Oh, okay. Okay. The, let's, let's not even talk about a, a, a failed marriage. Mm. Let's talk about the marriage didn't even happen. Because I need to, there's this situation now with Jimmy Tao and whatnot, whatnot. Mm. He had this woman um, who apparently he's, I need people to speak about stealing people, even yes. though I think that that's complete BS. But let's keep with that kind of language. He stole this woman from some other guy. Then he had a moment with her and then he paid Lobola for this woman. And then she went on and left him for another man before they even got together. Like Heban. as in ceremony, or whatever. So now everybody's saying, yeah, but she, he must get his money back. 
That's so weird because if you think about it, Lobola is not engagement. That's the beginning of the wedding. That's the beginning of the marriage process. What, because once the cows have been exchanged, mm. the deal is done. That's just, that's the contract done. Everything after that is sealing the deal. So then maybe the problem here is that a lot of us are performing these rituals and, and not all, we're not all performing them the same way. Yes. And some of us are not even sure about why we're doing certain exactly. things in cultural practices. Exactly. And you say, no, I'm only doing this because I have to do it. Yes. I don't really know why it gets done, oh, but oh, I'm doing it every, anyway. Oh, oh my gosh. We're like totally doing the African thing. Oh, uh, yes. And I yeah, we're going to pay yeah. La Bala yeah. so that I can tell everybody I was La Bala. Yeah, understand things before you do them. Because also now, I, I can't wait. Please, I, I double dare whoever wants their Lobola back to go to this girl's to family the, oh, and say, hey, yeah. I'm here for my Lobola. My friend, I'm telling you, you're going to come out of there with bruises. Yeah, no I'm, shame. I'm telling you. Because you see, a lot of these, a lot of these opinions are, are coming from people like us, you know, the mm, young generation. Yes. But now go and ask the elders yeah. what, I, the, ooh, I, what, I what the status dare. quo is supposed to be, or what the situation own, there is supposed to be. Even your I'm own pretty uncle. sure they will tell you. Even your own uncle is gonna punch you in the stomach. Yeah, yeah. Or laugh at you, or buy you a whiskey and say maybe you just need to drink, because yeah, I, I'm I'm actually shocked at this conversation. I cannot believe that people are asking for their lobola back. No, it's it's a it's a real thing. They're asking for it back, and it's all over social media in light of this news story where you know this this woman now left this guy for another man after he paid, and people are saying no. He must get his money back. That's the risk. And if if I if it if it was me, I would get my money back. But you make a good point. Who would you get that money back from? From the uncles. Exactly. Exactly. They're not going to stand for that. Tell me, did that app actually exist? The one where they said you can value your own lobola. Oh, it it did, but I think it was one of those gimmicky apps. Because no, I don't think it's I don't think it's a real thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, let's move on to. You know this growing up thing is hard, ne? Yes. It's it's difficult this growing up thing. Yes. You start you start working and then you you're meant to move out of your parents' house and you're <laughs> meant to start paying bills like rent and medical aid and all sorts of things. Mm. But it is so difficult. I don't know what if do you it, mean it's so No, no, no. It's it it is difficult though. Eventually standing on your own two feet, isn't it? Becoming this independent person. I don't know, isn't it? I do, I don't I mean what do you mean? <laughs> okay. Because like difficult as in... Difficult as in, is there some kind of age or age range or age limit where the rule is you have to have moved out of your parents' house by this age, otherwise you are failing in life? I me have met 35-year-olds who must not move out of home yet. They're going to hurt themselves. <laughs> They're just a danger to themselves and society. Now I just think, I, and for me it goes to parents. You know that those parents who just have not cut off that umbilical cord, like... I honestly feel sometimes I look at I, I look at my my firstborn and I'm like I can see Bonsu coming when he's ten years old saying Ma I found a flat <laughs> and I have a peace job I'm out <laughs> deuces bitch yeah um I think it's a it's a it's a readiness and maturity thing because sometimes you mature enough but you know you can't afford it mm. I mean I, I I look at I look at um. <sighs> I'll, okay, let me use my sister for an example, right? I mean, there was a time where before she, she started working, it was like, oh, I'm moving out, gonna move in with my friend, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you know, you're gonna have to pay rent and buy groceries and still wear the nice clothes that you like. Yeah. And, and, and still go out. And if you have a car, put petrol in the car. Yeah. Yes. So isn't it cheaper to stay at home when you're not paying rent? 
Um, yes, you're contributing to groceries. But you're not having to like foot the whole grocery bill. You know what I mean? Some things are cheaper mm. and you don't have to pay a laundromat because you know you're not going to do your own laundry. You actually have a machine in the house. Life is more convenient. So I think some people, if your parents have made it, have made home comfortable enough, I just made such a mess on the table. It's fine. Oh my God. No, it's okay. We will, um, we will have Duncan who's very kind and gentlemanly. <laughs> And he will come in and help us wipe it down. But the kite at you, least you the didn't. Kite who cleans here is gonna kill me because I'm sure she was like using her special. It's sticky. You, I, I, I spilled a little bit of my tea. You see what happens when I don't drink alcohol? Can we just <laughs> stick to alcohol? Because okay, right, I never spill right. alcohol. Because you only spill when you're I not own, drinking yeah, alcohol. When I'm drinking things that uh, you know. <laughs> Not uh, imbibe with. Anyway, yes. So I don't know. When, you, when you're ready, you're ready. I mean, I moved out of home because home was so far away from vets. And it was like, uh, I may as well settle here because clearly this is where I'm going to find work. I find that um, d- depending on whether you're a man or a woman, mm. there are different pressures and people get treated differently sure. depending on what age they are at in their life and the end, if they haven't moved out of the house. Mm. I mean, I arrived in Johannesburg like nine years ago. And when I got here, I remember staying with my brother uh, for, I think it was like two months max, not even. Mm. And then I had, because I was working in, in Auckland Park, but he was staying in Midrand. And I was like, ah, but I actually need to move closer to where I work because mm. I didn't have a car. Mm. So then I found a, like a small little student digs nyana and I stayed there and it was hard. It was hard. And I remember thinking to myself, gosh, I would be so much better off if I was still staying at my parents' house while I'm starting out in this very first career of mine. Because, mm. you know, sometimes a first career, it doesn't necessarily pay yeah. CEO money. Yeah. You know, you're still <laughs> starting out. And yeah. for me, I'm thinking to myself, it would be so much easier and so much more stressless for me if I could do this while not having to worry about major payments like rent and then everything else that I'm doing on my own because but, my parents were in the free state. But now where's your motivation if there's no stress, if there's no pressure, if there's nothing forcing you to okay. live a comfortable life? Okay. Because I had to realize moving to Joburg how much I like the nice life. Mm. And in liking the nice life, I did not want a sugar daddy or a guy yeah, a funding it. I didn't want a sponsor. Yeah. I wanted it on my terms, yes, my way. Yes. I didn't want now my cooch to become the thing that has to get me these things. Because it's a lot more rewarding when you do it yourself. Yes. So I think difficult is good, bruh. Difficult should drive you to want more. You know what I'm saying? Because if you think about it, we're also surrounded by those nice trust fund babies who can just move into a loft because daddy can afford. I've met people who are like, oh no, my parents were like paying my rent for like a good five years. And I'm like, what? That's very nice. Must be so nice. <laughs> the luxury. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, all right. No, I just, I was just thinking it's an interesting thing. Yeah, I don't think there's an age. But look, yeah. you're trying to get laid and you're trying to pick up hot girls like Boma Bale. Can't be living at home. Yeah. I think also it's about what do you want in life. If you're trying to get lucky and you know you don't want your mother to be hearing freaky dicky noises. Yo. You kind of want to. Although I, in one, back room. in one of my earlier relationships, and this is when I was staying in my own place, mm. I dated a guy who was still staying with his parents. And I remember when he first told me that he was so embarrassed to do that. And I was like, but why? And yeah. I think it's because of this, you know, this societal pressure of this thing of, yeah, but what kind of a man are you if you are like 35 years old and you still don't have your own place and you're not driving your but own wait. car and you're not doing this? Does, and I, does staying in the back room count? <laughs> I can see. Because you know my people. 
Yeah. Well, you move out of home, you're moving to the back. Like, yeah, well, you're moving you've been to, eyeing that room in the back. You've, it's like it's like the granny cottage, isn't yes, it? Yes. Yeah. It's our version of the granny cottage. Yes. <laughs> so that's moving out of home. Okay. Oh, it's six one triple five one eight nine. Let me just see. Because I know, wait, in my single days, I wouldn't have to have a guy holding his hand, putting his hand over my mouth because, you know, I'm expressive. Yeah, you see. You now mama and papa hearing things or just mama. Wait. Oh, those awkward. Eh, good morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm to me from next door. Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> I I get it's look. It's a universal problem because yeah. Mark Mark Mapori now says on WeChat, Mabale, I'm going through the same thing you went through. It's a universal problem, and you know, to, in my mind, for example, what are you going to do with your kids? Like when they get to what age and they're still living at home, are you going to eventually say to them, okay, look here? <laughs> I'm going to sit you down and you need to learn about the realities of life. Or are you going to let them stay on with you for as long as as, long as, as, as they, is needed because they are your children after all? Yeah, but I think for me, it'll depend. I mean, if you're staying at home, but you're not a dependent. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. If you're going, yeah, ma, it doesn't make sense for me to go and live by myself because, yes, I work, but I'm away most of the time. So I'm hardly home. Um, you're not... Um, giving me pocket money, um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're doing my laundry because I'm just that lazy bum. And you know, if you're not doing my laundry, I'm going to take you to a laundromat. Yeah. Then that's different. I think for you it, as a parent is how much are you going to take? But if you're that kid, you are staying with me. I'm clothing you. I'm still feeding you. You're 35. And, you're, and you are earning a salary. Or like, why are you? What are you doing with your salary? <laughs> uh, and your girlfriend is wearing gym chores. Oh, it's 61555189. We are sipping tea with myself, Mabale Moloi, and Dumimorake. Stay with us. Choice. Sometimes you have it, and sometimes you don't. Autotrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop compare and buy new cars watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy auto trader new car the choice is yours this is cliffcentral.com with myself mabale moloi and her new bff to me <gasps> oh my gosh are we bffs now Tags. but can i can i go around during the people telling them that i am your friend no this is a big deal <laughs> I mean, you are like a, you're like a proper celebrity. So if I can walk around and say to people that I know, ah, my friend, Tumimurake, yes, she's my friend. <laughs> can I? I'm going to do it. I can see Mabala walking into sponsorship meetings. <laughs> Not Tumimurake, no, yes. wait. Yes. Look, this is us in a selfie. We are BFF. This is me with a piece of our hair. You are going to be my this trump card. This is me card. with her blood. Yeah. Oh, this yes. This is me with her nails. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Your blood in a vial around my neck, just the way it's supposed to be done. You have hung out with a different race of people. Because <laughs> my people have blood. We don't play no, like don't. that. No, we don't do that thing. Mm. Um, so there's this thing about um, social media ne? Mm. and how people seem to have all these rules about conducting yourself on social media, whether you are a singleton yes. or whether you are in a relationship. Yes. And I just want us to get into the nitty gritty <laughs> of this thing of social media etiquette when it comes to being in a relationship. For example, I see friends of mine, people I know who say, no matter, and like, I'm not going to be putting up pictures of my men on social media and I'm not going to be talking about my relationship on social media because just now you thirsty hoes find him. <laughs> 
track him down and then you steal him from me. These are real conversations oh that God. people are having. How insecure are you? Thirsty hoes? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. So Listen. let's talk about social media etiquette when it comes to a relationship. Number one, <laughs> Chomam. Whether you put him out on offer or not, yeah. If he satis- if he quenches someone's thirst, yeah. Please does not be blaming the so-called thirsty hoes. No. Eh, eh, no. I refuse these yeah. things, eh? It yeah. But there is there is they're right. I mean there's etiquette. It's about what you're willing to deal with. I mean, I understand what she's saying that she's not gonna put him out there. That doesn't mean he's not putting himself out there. No, well this is a thing. It's, it 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 really doesn't have anything to do with you. Yeah. As the, it has to do with your partner yeah. making conscious decisions to dip into whoever he wants to in that moment. There's a dude I know like that actually. Um he Always posts pictures of him out and, you know, having fancy food and all, at all these nice places. And I know he never, ever, ever has another woman with him. If it's another woman, it's family. It's somebody he's working with or it's, he's, he very clearly declares this is a friend. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And so it, it, it's very, everybody knows he's a bachelor and anyone who knows him well knows he's a bit of a young player. Okay. So you know, without fail, he's not alone. But you never see that person. Oh. And you'll be surprised how many people don't even ask. Yes, there'll be one or two who'll go, yeah, but are you alone? Mm. Yeah, but who mm. took that picture? Mm. Yeah, but. Mm. Mm. So for me, that's a smart singleton who's going, Mina, I'm playing the field. And if you become my chick and you've seen my social media, you know I don't post my girlfriend. So don't be, why am I not on your pages? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a girl on my pages? No, I don't put my girls on my pages. Yeah. And then there are those people who make life very awkward for the rest of us because then you've put your relationship on social media. And, and everything then, about your relationship And then you fight through your statuses. Yeah. It kills me on WhatsApp. It, it kills me every time where someone will write, um, oh. if you keep pushing me away. Yeah. Or they, <laughs> or they subtweet there. each other. Yeah. Yes. But we all know that you are talking to, to each, each other, other and you are having a fight. And we're all going, eh. This and, is awkward. Yes, and we're all scared to comment. Yes. Going, eh, okay. no, no, but we comment anyway because the thing about social media is we invite ourselves into people's conversations. Yes, yes. Whether we were invited or not, we're like, no, I'm here. Especially the instigators. Yes. Yeah. But sometimes these things are better left for the bedroom. So is, is, <laughs> is discretion the way? Should, should we all rather not be posting things about our relationships that when things turn sour all of a sudden it's now a public forum and people are saying yeah and people feel like they're entitled to comment on your situation should we rather than just all be like okay keep relationships off of social media i don't know i don't think it's necessary i don't know it's a power thing Maybe it depends on how many followers. If you have 10 followers and no one cares about your life, I mean, just do it. <laughs> but if you know you're going to have people in your face and you don't want things emerging about you, maybe keep it off. I don't freaking know, man. I mean, I'm married, but because I know it's, it's well, it's well known that I'm married and it's well known who I'm married to. I don't see the point of hiding the fact that I'm married. Mm. What I will hide then will be what, uh, a boy toy, a Ben 10. There was a, there was a, there was a comment that I saw where somebody said, our relationship is between you and me, Mm. not you, me, and your 17,000 followers. Ta-ta! Which I thought, okay, good point, good point. Yeah, but if the person happens to be with you and you're fottering together, what's wrong with that? (laughs) We're fottering, we're out, we're just saying, who hashtag love my life? And then you also find, um, these, these guys who have a problem with, 
some of the pictures that their women, their ladies post mm. on both Instagram. You know, there's this concept of Instagram girls mm. where it's all about looking sexy and you're in there in your tightest clothing or in your most revealing clothing and mm. your sexy pose. And then you meet them and you're looking so like 10 out of 10. You do uh, you are proper 10. So you sometimes find these guys who are like, ah, but guys, I'm, I have a problem with my woman posting such pictures on her social media. She's my lady. Why must she be displaying her goods for everyone to see? Yeah, but now that's not a relationship post. That's <laughs> an individual post and you're being a power hungry freak. Yeah, now you are being controlling. Yeah, just being controlling. Because, I mean, let's be honest. There are chicks who put their guys on social media just to send a message out to the other chicks who go to arm the woman. Sometimes they do mm. it as bait because they want to see if he's cheating they want to see if there's anyone else out there so it's bait you know what i mean but women are scandalous no women are full of shit no we are so i love how some of them you'll even see the post that they put on your men's thing to commenting another thing you know and yeah. you're like okay i see this thing was put there just for control oh you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah yeah hashtag yeah bay, hashtag god hashtag oh hot oh zhuang you know mm. and you're going what are you trying to say mm, mm. Mm, mm. But you also need to ask yourself serious questions if you're the kind of person who is going through your partner's statuses, their timelines, exactly. if you're checking to see whose picture he liked. Oh, he liked the picture of that yellow bone with the big S. Oh. I mean, it's it's kind of like... It's it's kind of like social media is the new cell phone where you take your partner's cell phone and mm. you go through it and you're like, I want to see what you're doing. You see, this you is... also need to ask yourself serious, serious questions if you're doing that. Yeah, because... You see this person every, it's your person. Why do you need to catch up with them on social media? Because yeah. you live together. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so weird. Uh, I, man. <laughs> this happens. It does happen, yeah. but it makes no sense to me. And this is why I feel like even with vows, we need to rethink vows. Vows need to be reworded. Like, as opposed to, you know, to heaven to hold, it should be to, to, to avoid your accounts <laughs> and to respect yeah. your password. Yes. To keep it for the, like to, to, to honor you. And if you die, that's when I'll break into your password and see, cause then you're dead. You don't have to answer yeah. me for any yeah. of these things. Yeah. Then it's all over. And there's it's nothing I can over. do about it. Yeah. And also when they're dead, are you sure you really want to find out there's other people just to hurt yourself on top of the hurt you're already going through? <laughs> I just feel like if you look for something, you're going to find it. Mm. So same thing with your relationship. Think about why you're putting it all over social media. If you're doing it because that's the person you are, your whole life is on social media and you're able to deal, then do it. But if you know, ah, that to me is there and to me is going to go how? You're saying you're dating my baile, but weren't you in my house last week with mom tandas? And then, you know, or you post hashtag me and bae yeah. and you show yourself at some club and yeah. I go how? how? But Daddy. hashtag you were with this bae hey, hey. 30 minutes before. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you have a Drake Rihanna situation. So... Uh, me, I say, if you can take it, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. That's all I'm saying. A friend of mine once told me, because we were all sitting as a group of girls and we were talking about um, if it is okay, when is it okay for a friend to tell me that my man is cheating on me? And there was a whole big argument on this thing, ne? Mm. because people were saying, yeah, but it's none of your business. It's my relationship. So why are you involving yourself in it? And then others were saying, but you, if you are my real friend and you care about me, then you will let me know about something that could be potentially hurting me. And a friend of mine said, guys, unless you see with your own eyes, my man or my woman. Okay. Well, I'm going to say my man because she was a girlfriend of mine. She said, unless you see with your own eyes, my man. In some kind of nefarious act with another woman. Nefarious. <laughs> Whether it be at the club and he's pinching her bum and he's pulling her towards him and giving her a kiss. Unless you actually see it happening, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know. It is not your place to tell me about my cheating man. 
I need to find that out for myself. Unless you see it for yourself with your own eyes. And it's a tricky situation because yeah. is it ever okay to to involve yourself in other people's relationships, especially if it's people you care about? Like if it was your sister or your brother or your cousin and you know for a fact they're being cheated on, do you step in or do you mind your own business? Whoa. Now I feel like if it was somebody close, like a cousin or a family, I feel as though I would need to say something. Yeah. You see, it's a, it, here's the thing. You must know you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if they make up, then it's very awkward when you're around them. Because you are that instigator who caused the shit the first time. Okay. But also be sure it's not an open relationship. Because sometimes we ask far away because you know things. Hey, hey. And next thing this person's like, yeah, we're in an open relationship actually. So it's none of your business. At the same time, I it happened to me in uni where a guy was cheating on me and my friends knew. And none of them told me. Mm. Yet when I found out and I was crying and I went to them for sympathy, they were like, oh, we knew. We just didn't want to tell you. I was so pissed off at them. Mm. I was so livid. I didn't speak to them for a good month. I was like, well, screw you guys mm. because you knew this was happening. So I felt like a fool. Yeah. I felt like a fool because I felt like, oh, so you guys were watching this whole thing and letting me be an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the same time, when I think about how much I was into him, I probably would have been quite resistant to the news. You know what I mean? Because we all operate from ego. My ego would have immediately shut them off. And, you know, unless they'd seen, like you said, something very clear, people making out, people in bed, people in a rather compromising position. Mm. Then I go, okay, or ask me. Just go, oh, are you guys still together? Yeah, why do you ask? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we take it from there. But yeah, Nami, your relationship matters. If you don't know me like that, don't come and tell me. You saw it. Yes, you know me. But mm. you don't know me. Know me. Yeah. Don't tell me. Yeah. Which is why I use the example of people who you are really close with, like yeah. your family or your friends. Um, but you know, family will be like, oh, my bad has always been resentful ever since I started dating Mang Mang in high school. This is how she's getting me back by telling me that my husband's cheating. So I, actually, I, I agree with you. You really are damned if you do or damned if you mm. don't. Because if you tell her... She's going to say, mind your own business yeah. in the like, likely because, mm. you know, in that moment, her ego is bruised mm. and she just doesn't want to deal with the embarrassment. Mm. If you don't tell and she discovers that you knew, mm. it's still going to be, why didn't you tell me? Because you still feel like a fool. Why didn't you start this topic with them rather? I think this is the best way to ask them. Like, what do you do? Oh my gosh. If yeah. If you saw this, what would you do? Yeah. Do you think it's okay to tell someone? And if their view is, I don't want to know, then you're like, oh, okay, okay cool. Right. Right. No, no, no Ted. Yeah. I'm just reaching over for a message here. Um, okay, let's see. To me, Shamalachi. Uh, moving out of home teaches responsibility. The sooner the better. Maximum should be 25 years old when you are working. Exactly. If you can't afford it, why are you doing it? You know, yeah. you're going to end up in a situation. I don't know. And if you can afford it, then push yourself to go ahead and do it so yeah. you can get out there and, and get, and get smacked around by the world. Because, mm. you know, this is the, this is part of adulting. The point is for you to get out there and to be slapped around and to be taught lessons and to yes. be roundhouse kicked yes. and to fall and fail yes. and to pick yourself up again and carry on because that's just life. Mm. And we don't all start the same. I started out literally renting out a bedroom in somebody's flat. Mm. Then I moved from that to moving into a bachelor flat from a bachelor flat moved into a bigger flat where I could share with someone else, but I owned the flat and then onto moving in with the hubby onto buying a house and buying a flat and then buying a house. So it's like some people start 
low. Some people start right there in the middle because they're that actuary, whatever. And then there are people who, you know, they've been lucky. They're, they're and then sometimes life happens when you are 40 years old and you yes. lose everything because you got retrenched. Yeah. All of a sudden you can't afford your bond payments. Yeah. And now you've got to leave your house and find somebody to crash with. I yeah. mean, this is part of life. Yeah. Um, Justine Sparkles says, Oh no, uh, don't tell. I told my cousin and we have not spoken in six years, so it's a no from me. Sure. Yeah, that's, um, sure. That's rough. That is hectic. Six years. Do you know? <laughs> it's, it's interesting the things people take personally. I mean, I was reading a post by this lady whose son was getting married. And she was refusing to go to the wedding because her ex-husband was going to be there with his wife, who, wait for it, is her sister. <gasps> he was, that is not, that should not be, that should be classified as a kind of incest. He was sleeping How with her do you? while they were married. No. That she was the reason for the divorce. No, I, I would not be and able to. And they actually to. got married. No. Now, wait for it, it gets even better. This is 20 years later, 25 years later. Yeah, 20, 25 years later that this woman is saying, I'm not attending this wedding. After this has all happened, this is 20, yeah, 20, yeah. It was a long time, about 20 years, yeah, since the incident had happened. And she's saying, I can't. And everyone was going, yo, after all these years. Yeah. All these years. Should, 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 yeah, the because. The thing is rough, Joe. It's almost <sighs> like, you know why? Mabale, it's like if I come to you and I'm like, hey, yes, for that cheating dog of mine, and we laugh and we laugh. Mm. You call him a cheating dog, I'm going to smack you across the face because he's my cheating dog. Mm. You have no right to say anything about his faults. And I think it's the same thing with when you catch my man cheating and you tell me. It's possible that I know. And I don't like the fact that you know. What do you think? Because also, I feel like now I've been. You, uh, like you've, 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 king, what's the English for it? Achy. You are diminutiving me. <laughs> you are minimizing me. Yeah, like you, you, you are undermining pa patronize. me. Patronize. Pat no, it's, patronize. Under it's not undermining. Oh, you feel undermined. Yeah, Because okay. I feel like you're looking down on me or feeling sorry for me or thinking I'm such an idiot because yeah, there's yeah, my man cheating yeah, on yeah. me. So I, it's, it's, it's a very complicated yeah, one. There's, complex, a, there's a lot friend. going on here. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, so should we talk about Hager Man? Hey. Is it that time of the day already? Yeah, we're almost we're almost out of time. Oh my gosh. We've got about we've got about three minutes to go and then we've got to clear out of here. Oh my gosh, I'm having such a good time. Um Hagaman, if if you're not yet familiar with Hagaman, Hagaman is is nice and it's fun. Because you know, um of course we can complain about the things that we find to be faulty in men. Yes. This is something that we are very good yes, at. Yes, yes, yes. Women have uh we have acquired a PhD in that thing. Yes. Yes. Um, but instead of repeating the old rhetoric, you know, we'd like to change the <laughs> rhetoric. I, I wanna just, you see. No, it's because I felt bad that I got patronized wrong, sort of. Um, so now I'm just throwing out big English words out there, like, no, I'm not, like, I, actually, I've got this, you know, like, I'm okay. This, this, this grammar thing is fine Oops, of mine. Please. But, um, so, you know, it, like, once in a while, it's nice to, to praise these men. Yes. After all, we love these men, man. We do. We choose them. Yeah. We love them. Yeah. We do things to them. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, you know? Yes. So, Hugger Man, the Hugger Man Corner is all about just saying, you know, guys, thank you for yes. this and thank you for that. We appreciate it. Showing and them it's, love. And it's great stuff. Okay. Yes. So, you, you tell me about this, this week's Hugger Man. This week's Hugger Man is to every man out there who genuinely sympathizes with a woman who says, I broke a nail. Mm. I, too often we see guys who roll their eyes, who are like, ah, 
after they heard you scream or mm. shout or see you crying, saying, oh, mm. and they don't understand. So this is to all the guys who genuinely, when they, when I say I broke my nail, mm-hmm. comes to check which nail, see how badly it chipped, offer me a plaster, offer me a, you know, do I need a panado? Those just, guys, just guys who understand. Because oh, that guy was like, ah, baby, should I call the nail people for you? Eh, eh, yeah, my man. husband does that. Oh, goes, ah, baby, should I call the nail people? Oh, <laughs> yes, oh no, that's too cute. I love that. Mm. You've got a special one there. I know that one is the one. <laughs> He's one of those. Uh, yeah, that, that guy's special. Man. Now, um, do me best friend because now we're friends. Yeah, you're, not, you're not here next week, isn't it? Oh yes, yeah, I will now be we in must Bali. Just, yeah, we must. Ooh. Tough life, eh? No, it's rough, eh? <sighs> so Are you, you you're clearly one of those people who like they don't go away over December. You go away in January when everybody else is like. Yes, and it's funny. It's not even a financial thing. It's more December holidays are for the kids. It's the kids' holidays. They abuse us as much as they want. <laughs> we are full-time parents. We do everything they want to do. We are in parks. We are at the mall with the, uh, what's it called, Paw Patrol. We we do all of that crazy So actually, you guys are working in December. Yes. You're not working like going into work at the yes. office, but you're at home working because you're taking proper. care and being abused by your, your children. Proper. Okay. And then January, Feb. That's when we go on our holiday where we leave the kids with my sister and the nanny and we're out, baby. All right. Well, enjoy Bali. Thank you. Can we Skype call you when you're in Bali? Are we allowed to? Uh, I cannot promise to keep my phone off. Okay. No, that's fine. That's Um, understandable. It's fine. I was just going to say we must check in on you like, hey, how's the weather there? Okay. That's fine. And then I'll just carry on doing I think I should sneak in. I'm going to sneak into you, right? Let me sneak in. I'm going to sneak. I'm going to sneak a call in. All right. No, then it's fine. Then it's good. Enjoy Bali. Thank you. And uh, we will see you the week after next. Yes, you'll see me the week after next. I'll post pictures of me in my bikini. <laughs> yeah, right. Like this fat girl's going to punish the world. In a, you will see me in my cozy though. I think I look really cute in a cozy. Yeah, I think I think you do too. With, <laughs> with a sarong. Are you going to wrap around the sarong? No sarong, my okay. friend. I have a friend who kills me. She says to me, you know, Tooms, yes, you're, you're chubby, but... There's no cellulite. <gasps> I was like, thanks. Cellulite is the devil. But I was like, oh my gosh, it's possible to be this big and not have cellulite. I have it <laughs> in <laughs> truckloads. <laughs> it's the most frustrating, disgusting thing in the world. But uh, anyway, it's fine. And thank you for hanging out with us once again this week on cliffcentral.com. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, then we'll see you. Uh, or I'll see you next week. Sipping tea. This is cliffcentral.com.